there is only one true way to be enlightened and entertained with the best sports knowledge. That way is the American way. Welcome to the American Way podcast. Here's your host, Amir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're here back here today for another episode of the American Way. I'm pleased to be joined with the co-hosts of the of the Sports and Society podcast. Uh, we have Sally and Haley here today, uh, two lovely friends, two uh, great uh, great minds on the, in the world of sports and in the world of society and just everything that's going on. So how are you? And it's uh, it also happens to be uh, Sally's birthday today, so. Glad she could join us on her special day. How are you two lovely people doing? Great to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. Um, It's actually sports and the city. The city. You're right. Sports and the city. Yeah, no problem. Because of sex in the city. You're right. So it makes sense. Sports in the city. Yeah, it's a spin off of that. Yeah, but thank you for having us. Um, I met you on Believe a couple weeks ago, and you're such a nice guy. So had had to come on. Yep, and glad. Thank you so much, Amir. No problem. Glad this time that my eyebrows aren't staring you straight in the face like last time, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, I mean, I guess this is just audio, but leave. I don't know, sometimes people watch it a lot on YouTube, but it's okay. They got familiar with your eyebrows if they did. Yep, and the white eyebrows. That's I I never quite figured out the issue, but it looks like some, uh, I, the rest of my hair is not white. It's brown, but... I grew white eyes, so that, that's why I was so nervous. And you, I think you'd, you'd understand, but you know, Bryant and his big, uh, he he can be an in- intimidating individual. So I was like, oh, we have white eyebrows. And so, so anyway. Oh, Bryant is so nice. He's just like a big teddy bear, but I know what you mean. So, anyway, so it's great having you both on. I know listening to you, listening to you guys' podcast and just following you, following you guys as long as I have. Just, I just love your relationship and just you guys and sort of how you've sort of you seem you both seem to have united the whole Twin Cities sports scene somehow just with your your enthusiasm and just talk talk with me here about your your relationship how you sort of found each other and just sort of leaned on each other sort of united this united our society I suppose oh well that's so nice of you to say thank you so much so we met through Twitter almost it's almost our four year anniversary coming up in the next couple weeks and we met through Twitter because we both love the common man on KFAN and we love Taylor Swift and we love the Vikings and so I invited Sally to my friend's tailgate a few years ago and she came and hang out and we've just been hanging out ever since that that sounds like a great relationship I know I've had the same. I've had the same interactions with people that I know. A lot of times they say don't don't meet friends on social media. You never know what could happen. But I've I've been quite lucky. I have to say. I mean, I think social media can be bad. Like it can be it can be an evil for some in some respects. But I think it's a really good. 
in, in, in terms of, of meeting people, it, you can get good luck there. So I'm glad that you, you guys found each other just in that respect. Well, I think it's actually, I don't really think it's weird at all. I know that people say that who can't really relate. But I always say, you know, if, if you're interacting with someone on Twitter especially, it's because you have common interests as them. You know, you got, you're following each other because you both like the same things. And therefore, you, you already have a base as at a friendship or as meeting. You know, it's definitely not as awkward um, as I think some other social media sites may, might be. For sure. And meeting someone at a tailgate for the first time is kind of low-key. So it's, we, it's not like we were going to the game together. It was like, hey, just come hang out with us for a little bit. Come say hi. And I think after that, then you started coming to shamrocks with us to watch the games at the away games and so yeah we just ended up hanging out and now we do everything together so <laughs> exactly exactly and i've honestly met at almost all of my friends on twitter because i'm not from minnesota and so it's hard to meet people so i'm very grateful for for twitter for sure yeah it is it's hard to meet people as an adult i think once you're out of college and and so you don't always want to hang out with all the people that you work with and things like that. So we've been very lucky to meet some really wonderful people for sure. Absolutely. I, I can agree on that in respect. Just uh, my own my own journey with social relationships and coming out of recently coming out of college myself. And I think yeah, I've, I've talked to other people about this. Yeah, I think Twitter can be bad if you're caught if, if for, in some respects. But I think Twitter is a good way to meet people it's it's a good way so yeah there are definitely negatives to social media and twitter um for sure however you know whenever i have a bad day on twitter people being mean to me or um you know trolling or you know i just have to remind myself how many positive things social media has brought me and twitter has brought me like we just said all, all of the friends that i've met all of the connections, you know, Haley and I would never be doing a podcast on KFA and network if it wasn't for Twitter, you know, it, it has brought me so many blessings. And so I, it, it is hard for me to, to just let that stuff roll off my back sometimes. But I mean, it, it is, it is true that all of the positives definitely outweigh, outweigh the bad things. And those people are only taking the time to be mean to any of us because there's some sort of thing wrong with them and it's not us. That's just something you have to try to remember, I think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. I, yeah, it's there's definitely more positive to social media, I think, than negatives. And I'm really grateful for all of the things that social media has brought me, and I feel super lucky. So I, I like focusing on that instead of the negative aspects, even though some days it can be difficult. It absolutely can. So I... I don't want to steal your thunder for your podcast, but I, I obviously was not there on Sunday, but tell, both of you tell me what it was like the first uh, tailgates in two, like, seemingly forever, just the first, and it was a late game, so just tell me what that atmosphere was like at the tailgate, just in the parking lot and all of the interactions. Take me through that, so how, how that was for both of you. Um, Haley, you want to start? <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. It was it felt amazing to be back. Um, we tailgated with probably 20 of our friends. 
it ended up being a pretty big group and just kind of get kept getting bigger towards the closer to game time and it was just so much fun everyone was in a good mood everyone around us was so happy to be back and it just it felt extremely exciting to be there yeah I would agree I honestly was pretty nervous about it um the closer it got just because I just felt so overwhelmed like oh my gosh what's gonna happen how is this all gonna work out and I think that it being a late game which we don't normally have that late afternoon game I felt like oh my gosh this is like so much time that we have to tailgate and I I was happy about that because it gave me so much more time to see people and to socialize but it also was kind of like oh gosh like I hope nobody gets too drunk I hope nothing like crazy happens and thankfully absolutely nothing like that happened I was nervous about that for no reason and I did end up being happy that it, it was later but it was just so nice to be back doing um what we love and seeing people that have the same passion for the Vikings that we do. You know, we did do that a little bit last year, you know, for games we Haley hosted a bunch and some other friends hosted, but it's just so much different to be standing outside of the stadium um, with, with people. So. I'm sure it has. I'm, 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 not, I'm probably going to make, make myself sound like a poser, but I'm, for a variety of reasons, I've mis- I miserably have never stepped foot in U.S. Bank Stadium. So, Hopefully that hopefully that'll change at some point and get into the tailgate scene. But just following all of you, all of you folks, uh, just what you you guys do, just take me through. Like I've always been fascinated. Just like I think the I think the Vikings fan base as a as a whole is quite slept on. I think it's underrated. Uh, I know they talk nationally about the Cowboys or Steelers, just other fan bases. But I feel like just all the friends I've made and I know you guys have made just uh. An, Obviously, like you, like you've expressed through your tailgating uh, experiences, I feel. Don't you feel like just the Vikings fan base as a whole and the community as a whole is just a really good and underrated? I do. Yeah, I think you know because we're from a flyover state and Minneapolis isn't the biggest market. I think people do overlook us, and it's much easier to talk about the New York fans and Chicago fans, things like that. But we do, we do tailgate really well, and we do travel really well as as well. So it's, um, you know, I'm. I think we're. I'd like to think we're a nice fan base. I hope other people, when they do visit our stadium, they feel welcome, and you know, that we're nice to them, except their Packer, except that they're Packer fans. But yeah, I think I think we're a really great fan base, and I have. I have met so many people through the our love mutual love of the Vikings. So yeah, I've got to agree. I mean, I think where it really hits home for me how great our fan base is is when we go to away games and we see how many people have also went. Like obviously most recently Cincinnati, I would say that was maybe like 40% Vikings fans there. Um, oh yeah. We like took over the downtown area like everywhere we went there was there was Vikings fans um we went to the Chargers game in LA a couple years ago that was maybe like 80% Vikings fans that Um, was crazy that was that felt like a home game honestly yeah and you just see it all the time with with you know it seems like like I, I remember a Tennessee game a few years ago it was like all purple in the stands so I think that's when it really stands out is, is how well that we travel um and I agree with what Haley said I mean I um sometimes I can get a little 
uh, saucy, spicy, and it annoys me when I see other fan bases in our stadium. But I have to remind myself, almost everywhere I go, people are really nice to me. I mean, even Green Bay fans have always been great to me and welcoming. So I'm, I'm trying to be the same. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Yeah. it's oh, I'm sorry. You, you, you were, oh, I, I, okay. stepped on, I stepped we on your touchdown call. Some, um, that's okay. We, uh, we actually met some really nice Seahawks fans when we were at the stadium on Sunday, and we were giving them some places to go and telling them, you know, where they should eat or where they should hang out post-game and things like that, because I, thinking about how nice people were in Cincinnati, the Cincinnati fans brought us into their tailgate, they shared beer with us, things like that, so... You know, I want to do that with other people as well. So they do have a good experience and they want to come back to Minnesota because I think it is wonderful here. And we have more things than just, you know, a great football atmosphere. Absolutely. I think that's that's the great that's the beauty about uh, about about what you, what you guys do with the tailgating and with the, the, the fan experience outdoors prior to the games is you get to introduce other people to your state and sort of build relationships, sort of send pose a good um, uh, image of your community uh, and i have to ask you yeah. girls because both both of you uh i believe you went in the playoffs to milwaukee i'm gonna have to ask you this is a tough question what was which which building was louder u.s bank stadium on sunday or pfizer forum when you girls went which was louder and, and be, be honest well we didn't, act, we didn't actually go inside the arena. Um, how the Bucks thing came about, you know, we just um, obviously, you know, the Timberwolves haven't given us a lot to look forward to over the years, and we are Timberwolves fans first and foremost. But I just think that we really, um, we both have a respect for the Bucks and how their teams were built and how, you know, they how it, it kind of gives you hope as a Timberwolves fan that maybe sometime, you know, they, they can accomplish the same thing maybe. And so we, um, I have family that lives in Milwaukee and they hosted us and we just said, you know what, let's just go. We aren't probably going to have a championship atmosphere in this town for a while. You know, it's a good experience just to, just to take in in person. And, um, so we, we were like, you know, if we can get tickets at a decent price, we will go in. But that definitely was not possible. And so no we just way. had a great time hanging out outside with all of their fans. And um, we found a bar directly across the street that was like all glass windows and stuff. So you felt like you were still outside in that crowd, even if you weren't. So I can't, we can't really touch on how loud it was in there, but it was a great experience. And I imagine I'm, I'm just watching from the TV, I mean, US US Bank was really loud on Sunday. I, that's that's what I like. That's what I liked hearing. That I know we had two years of not being able to uh, have our voices be heard and a lot of built up anxiety through the last year, last uh, twenty one months, and then these first two games, how they ended. So I can I appreciate how loud everyone was just from my own couch. People were really loud on on Sunday it was great and the fans were in the game you know in the game the whole entire time people did start leaving around the two minute warning but for the most part people were really into it and everyone just seemed so happy to be back there yeah I agree um I haven't watched it back on tv yet I'm actually going to watch it tonight um in preparation for our podcast tomorrow but I, I agree it was it was pretty loud and it, it almost didn't feel like we hadn't been there in two years I feel like we were 
we were just so excited um and i think you know the crowd noise did make a difference i think um in getting russell a little bit rattled at least i'd like to think so (laughs) yes i'd like to take credit for that personally yeah sorry (laughs) not sorry russell Yeah, I think I think it's okay. I think we he 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 owed us one. I think he I think it's fair to assume that he owed us one. It's about time, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I wonder if the Vikings were, they were just encouraged also because I know that there's uh, the defense was started out rough. So I wonder if the 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 security guard tackling if that I wonder if that just. Because the def- they only gave up 80- they only gave up eighty yards of of def- uh, they only gave up eighty yards of Seattle offense in the second half, so you have to wonder the correlation between that 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 tackle and and what happened what happened thereafter. You have to wonder if that played an effect. That's brilliant. I love that theory. I think that's great. Yes, I I think you are right, Amir, and definitely the the security guard that tackled that crazy fan absolutely inspired Zimmer's defense because after that I mean it was crazy it was so fun to watch the defense in the in the uh second half for sure do we know still how that guy got on the field because he was kind of he was running on our side where Haley and I were sitting so we definitely saw it but I didn't see how he got on no I didn't either I had no idea I mean how far the fall is is it from the lower level to the field? He was wearing orange pants. Like, you yeah. could dress a little better if you knew you were going to be on TV. And he was wearing a Stefan Diggs shirt, too. Jersey too. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. They have their ways. I mean... They have. I'm not gonna. I don't know how. I don't. I. I don't know how. How the people like that could do it, but I imagine they have their ways of running down and knowing all the stairs to climb down. So they. They probably have their ways. Like. Like the Michelin. Mission Impossible folks. He had some decent moves though. I mean, he might need to try out. Yeah, he scurried for a while. <laughs> His he looked like were Kyler quick. Murray. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. So, but it was, it was, I'm just from, just from uh, observing it from my, my vantage point, you guys had a different vantage point, but it's, it sounded like it was a, it was a great win, it was great, uh, great noise all around, so hopefully, and two more, two more home games in a row, so hopefully, hopefully we can, uh, we can keep, uh, uh, not, uh, hopefully we can contain that energy and uh, uh, let it, let it out more in these next few games, because I mean, just watching on TV last year was like it was it seemed like a like a scary movie, like a ghost town, like those. Uh, you know those you know those images they show of the they showed of the Dust Bowl like in the thirties, like those. Like, that it was like like you could pick like news like that's the image that's in my mind like newspapers wrinkly. That's how quiet it was last year. So, hopefully, we can keep that up. It was it was so ear watching games with no one in the stands it just looked so weird and it was painfully quiet for sure yeah I agree um it seems like uh, I've met many Browns fans who say that they're coming to the game um which is great but I'm not worried about them at all they um, they seem so nice and why wouldn't they be nice with all they've been through so I think it will be interesting to have Kevin Stefanski back in the building um you know, obviously he knows Zimmer very well, so it, it will be interesting to see how he uses that to his advantage. Um, 
I'm not so sure how I feel about it yet, but regardless, yes, great to have fans back in the stands. Absolutely. So tell me how you tell me the process of how you started your podcast. I mean, obviously the connections with KFAN. I know, like myself, you uh, you you both are huge fans of the content on KFAN and Com. And I'm wondering, was what 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 connections were made like sort of to get you uh, both you know, get the ball rolling in that sense and sort of obviously you you already had a great camaraderie and great chemistry. But I'm curious, like just how you got that ball rolling. Well, we had been talking about doing a podcast for a few years, and it would come up every now and then, and one of us would be ready to do it, and then the other one wouldn't, and vice versa, and then it rolls would change, and then something would come up in our lives that we're like, oh, no, maybe we don't want to do this, and then finally, we were sitting at the pool in the middle of July, planning our trip to Milwaukee, I think, and we're like, you know what, let's just do a podcast, We, we might as well uh take a a stab at it so we had a a couple couple avenues that we were exploring to do the podcast uh with through a couple different uh people and then um we uh were in one morning visiting the power trip um because we're just friends with those guys and I've been going in there for the last few years just kind of randomly they call me their intern and so we were talking about doing a podcast and um they were like just do it here so yeah worked out yeah it was it was pretty simple um I think we like she said we kind of went back and forth um Haley and I after you know the last year or so I think are in a really great place um mentally and I think now, you know, we are, um, we feel confident about um, ourselves and, and what we have to say. And, um, you know, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Amir, but sometimes when you're not feeling great about yourself, it's hard to accept compliments. And, the, you know, the criticisms are much louder. And I think that was something that neither one of us um, necessarily could have handled a couple years ago. And now, you know, we're in a different place. And so that's why the timing just finally seemed um, right to do it. And then, you know, we were very blessed that morning to be to, for KFAN to offer um, us the opportunity. And, you know, it, it just really worked out because we were pre- prepared to do it on our own, um, even if, you know, we never expected that to happen. You know, that was no. maybe a goal of ours years down the road. And so, um, you know, we've been really blessed with the opportunity um, for sure, but we knew we wanted it to be about sports because obviously that is a huge thing in our life. But also, you know, we both live in Minneapolis. We're passionate, like we said earlier, we love Minneapolis, and um, it's kind of gotten a bad rap the last year and a half or so. And we really feel passionate about changing that narrative and making people know that it is still a great place to live. It's a great place to visit, and um, this is where we spend all of our free time. We both are Minneapolis residents, and. You know, we're also in our 30s, we're single, you know, so it's also about our life as well. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy with what we've done so far. We've done eight episodes, uh, nine's tomorrow, so. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant just me listening to it and just already following you both even beforehand. Just it's it's uh, brilliant to listen to. And I, I definitely I definitely emphasize that I think there have been, I know there have been times in my life where I had that same feeling. So I'm glad that you were able to, you both were able to overcome that, and just, to, like you, like you said, you need, I think you need lucky breaks, I think anybody in the media industry, or anybody who has, like, dreams, 
I think they just need those lucky breaks. It was just it, weird how you, that one that one morning that you guys came in and found that uh, space to record. That's pretty pretty cool. Cause I hear a lot of people tell me that they just need like those lucky breaks sometimes to get their things off the ground. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think there's always kind of a perfect timing for everything. And if we had maybe pursued this in the past, it might not have been as well received or as successful and so i'm just really grateful that we decided to do this now and have been really truly blessed with a huge opportunity and people have been really wonderful to us in helping us and and supporting us and listening to it and text or tweeting us and telling us that they like it and that really means the world to us we've a couple times people have come up to us while we've been out and they're like, we love your episode, or we love your podcast, love this episode, um, things like that. And it's just really nice to hear, one, that people are even listening, and two, that they're liking what they're hearing. So I'm, I'm really grateful. People have been really, really kind. Yeah, it, it has blown me away as well. Um, I, it's, I, I thought that it would be, you know, mildly successful. I knew some people would listen, but... I didn't know that it would be on this level. I mean, we were sitting next to a guy randomly on Sunday at at the Vikings game who listened to the show. And um, it's just, it's kind of crazy. You know, it's, it's not really like new for people. I don't think to recognize me from Twitter and say hello, but this has really been, you know, the last month or six weeks, like a whole other level of, you know, it's one thing for someone to say, Hey, I follow you on Twitter, but for them to say like, Hey, I take an hour out of my week to listen to your show and you know I identified with something you said or you know it 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 feels really good because I think we both um we both really care about being authentic on our podcast and being ourselves and we we are we do share a lot about our lives and you know personal things and so it it feels nice that that there are people who respect that and can identify with that absolutely I I totally I totally understand that's sort of the same reason why I got into this so and obviously as someone who listens and like see I, I, I already loved you guys anyway, just from uh, interacting with you both prior to the podcast. So I guess I was predisposed to just love it anyway. But I, I'm, but I want, I, I'm, that's, that's really awesome that people who haven't, who probably haven't interacted with, with the two of you and they just randomly in their, whether it's Apple or Spotify, they just randomly press on the buttons like, okay, I like listening to this. That's even cooler. Somebody who's not predisposed to already like it. That's. That's a good, I imagine it's a good feeling. That's been huge for us because I think we didn't really realize um, that that was going to happen, especially so quickly. I mean, early on, we had, I remember a girl. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, has, it, ha- it absolutely has been great, uh, like, like, like you both said. Um, just, I, I imagine just from that one uh, chance encounter, I'm going to take a wild guess. And I'm going to assume that's uh, Mr. Hockey who did that, just... Knowing those personalities, I'm just gonna assume. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna rule out Corey because he's he's always nevitic as everybody, everybody on Earth knows that's that, that he's he was called nevitic for a reason. So I'm gonna assume it wasn't Corey. I'm just gonna take a wild guess and assume it was uh, Mr. Hockey who who get, who gave that gave that uh, suggestion. I'm going. I'm gonna take a wild guess and assume that for some reason. We- we can't confirm or deny who who it was, but we'll we'll just say it was someone who was is very wonderful to us, and we're very grateful for that person. 
Yes, yeah. we can say Zach helps us out. Zach, yes. Zach's the best. For us and yeah. Zach, Zach uploads it for us, and um, we're very grateful that he takes the time out of his busy day um, to help us out, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Zach, and Zach's, Zach's great also. I've, I've, from, from my limited interactions with him, he's really, he's really great also. Um, so, uh, I appreciate appreciate you guys doing this. I mean, you guys are, like I said, you guys are awesome. Just feel, I feel like just like this. I don't know. Like like we talked talked about earlier with social media. I feel like it's hit or miss. Like people that I interact with on the Vikings and on Minnesota sports, I get some people in cranky. Some people get some people get pretty cranky and they turn you off. And then some people like yourselves just like oh it's okay I'm here we'll. We'll listen to what you have to say. You might you might be, uh, drone. We might drone you out, but you're so. It's it's great interact. Uh, it's great interacting with you on and it's fo- following your your rise. Uh, like like I, like I said earlier. Thank you. Yeah, I I think with social media, you know, because you were a kind person too. I hope that's the kind of energy that you get back. I think you told you should get back what you put out and you just put out nice positive energy and I hope that's that's what you get back because that's how it should be and I you know there's a few people out there who are always going to be negative and and hurtful but for the most part you know you should be getting just just good things absolutely and um I think like I touched on earlier you know if, if someone takes the time to be mean on social media that says a lot more about them than it does about you and it's hard to remember but for someone to take the time out of their 24-hour day you know where we're all busy with whether that's work or social stuff or our tv schedule or you know there there's so much families there's so much going on in every person's life on this planet and if someone's going to dedicate any time in their day to being mean and trying to make someone feel bad about themselves, that's something that's wrong with them and unhappiness in their heart. And so that's just what you, you have to try to remember. Um, but but Haley's absolutely right. As long as, you know, put good energy out and it comes back. Absolutely. Maybe I can be cranky about the Vikings, okay? Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I had 10 people, I had five people both complain to me after the game. See him here? You told you. Because I... When when it was like seventeen seven, and I, I looked statistically at the at the time I was not wrong, but statistically I said this is the worst Vikings defense in franchise history at the time, because it's like, I well, saw people coming back to you and, and saying that I think I must have saw it a day later. But it was like, but I understand what they're coming from because they want to be because it's like Amir, it's Amir. Why are you so negative? It's like, well, I was. It's like, but I was. I was. It, it was twelve hundred. It would, if they if you give up I mean if you give up twelve hundred yards in ten quarters what else am I supposed to say so I appreciated when they were like Amir see we told you and I was like okay thank you so much for proving me wrong but, <laughs> I'm sure they were thinking the same thing at the time you know as Vikings fans we are prone to go into the worst case scenario and you're right it wasn't looking good um, but it's it's easier to say I told you so after the fact I bet if it went the other way they would be singing your praises you know yeah i mean what yeah i think i i don't i don't understand i mean i understand the folks that say we should well we should be three and oh and i agree with that but it's like i feel like there's certain i feel like the uh, in those first two games what i liked is not i don't think like it was just those the fumble and the kick were what lost them the game 
But I feel like there were just other right. fact. There were there were other factors. So that's why when yeah. I when I when, oh, when okay. I wrote that when I wrote when I wrote and when it was like it was like not even the first quarter was even over and I just wrote that I was like well that that's what sort of led me to down that path. So, but in the second half they proved me they 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 shut they shut my mouth. So hopefully they can keep that up. Because I, mean, I I don't understand why I just don't understand why they're still playing Breland. I mean, just I don't know. It it seemed like it. It just seemed like the first two and a half games that maybe it's the quarterbacks that we're playing against. It's just like they're they're, they're just tossing it up, and it's like there's not there's and the Vikings corners are like we don't know we don't know what to do. So that's sort of where I was coming from from that sense. So, but again, I appreciate when certain people that we both know who are kind. They there are, there are some people who are jerks and say, "Well, Mir, you were wrong," but. I I appreciate being told I'm wrong if you're kind about it, if you know what I mean. Great. <laughs> and I'll admit when I'm wrong. I'm not one of those people that, that can't admit it. Same. Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I think every I think that's that's something that's it's just something about our society. That's if we can prove we can, it's okay to be wrong if you prove if you're if you're okay with it. If you're wrong and you keep denying it. And we, we've seen that a lot of people in society. You're, you're wrong and just you, you're in denial. But if you have a take and you, it's a nuanced take, and it's like, okay, well, because we, like I said, when, in the podcasting industry that we all are in, and just and it, this, this happens in sports a lot with the Vikings and the Gophers, just with the takes that we have, we have to, we're not going to bat a thousand. It's like you have nuanced yeah. takes, but... If we're if we're if we're able to look at look in the look uh look back and say oh okay I was wrong about that and this is why I can appreciate that much more than somebody who just denies the fact that they're wrong. Well, I've been wrong for about the last fifteen years about the Gophers because I've said <laughs> they were going to go twelve and zero every season. So, so yes, I I can admit that, but I will not stop being a homer when it comes to the Gophers for sure. Oh, me neither. Me neither. I mean, what else? What else can we do? I mean, what else can we do? Like we were, we were predisposed from. Some of us predisposed from birth. Others, <laughs> others later than that. But we were predisposed. So it's like, what else can we do? I mean, this is all we know. Yeah, we were born into this life, Amir. Unfortunately. Hey, at least we're in this together. We are. We have each other. That's the best part. Is we can. It's okay to be losing as long as we have. The, it's the. It's I I forgot what movie that uh, it, this is from, but it's not it's not the result. It's the friends we made along the way. That's sort of how it is with Minnesota sports. If we can make some friends along the way and commiserate together or cheer together, that's the best part. Yeah, I love that, and it's so true that it doesn't matter if we win because we don't win a lot, and we still always have fun. So that is definitely the most important thing. Yeah, the losses definitely don't hit me as hard as they used to now that I don't feel like I'm dealing with it alone. <laughs> now I can shake them off. I used to let them really ruin my week. No, I think I matured. I think I matured too. I, I know what you mean. It's like a support group. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely is. Well, I, I don't want to take too much of your time. So I, I appreciate you both taking the time out of your very busy schedules to come on and enlighten me with your presence today. Thank you, Amir. And if we can ever figure out how to have guests on our podcast, we'll let you know. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. It was so nice of you to think of us. Oh, anytime. Yes, it really was.
anytime 